rise up in the morning beneath the stars so bright. Pull your hat down, make sure your cinch is tight. Horses kind of snuffy, cold chill up your spine. They'll get your ass moving somewhere burning daylight. Howdy there, I'm Matt McKinley and we're burning daylight. Welcome to Burning Daylight, the only podcast for the working cowboy. Well, howdy there, daylight burners. <clears throat> See if maybe that fixed my echo. Did not. I don't know what's going on here, folks. I'm uh, falling apart. Um, anyhow, we uh, there we go. <laughs> it's uh, <clears throat> it's been uh, yeah. I I just I can't believe how weird of a time we, we're living in. It's uh, such a such a strange point in history, and <clears throat> it just kind of boggles my mind a lot of, a lot of times. And um, you know, the Super Bowl is this weekend, and I've been fairly vocal about how how I've got back into watching football this year, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a <laughs> it was it was a much needed distraction. You know, there's a, there's a lot of people that for whatever reason they you know they're they're kind of anti sports, and I, and I understand that. I kind of was for eh, I wasn't ever anti sports. I just kind of quit watching them for a while. But then there's guys that just like, yeah, I don't even know what the Super Bowl is. And, uh, like, yeah, bullshit. You know what the Super Bowl is, and <clears throat> I bet you've watched it a time or two in your life, but whatever. It's like, it, it for whatever reason, the, you know, the Super Bowl has become kind of a, like, an unofficial national holiday. You know, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's one of those things that's like a truly American, um, you know, I guess holiday, if you will, because, you know, we've got, like, the unofficial holidays, like St. Patty's Day and, and, uh, and Cinco de Mayo and whatever, <clears throat> and that's celebrating somebody else's culture. But like football is a like truly American sport, and uh, and for whatever for for whatever reason, the NFL like took over the the kind of the sports world here in the U.S. and and then along with uh, everything else, it got political and got really fucking stupid, <clears throat> just like almost unbearable to watch because it was just like. Nothing but politics shoved down your throat. And and for, I think for pretty obvious reasons, people kind of tuned out. And uh, and this year, the NFL seemed to make a concerted effort to just play football. And that was it. And it was awesome. Like, I, I really enjoyed watching it. Had one of the, one of the better Super Bowls I've ever seen uh, played. It was, it was, it was fun to watch. And like I said, it was it was a good distraction. Like uh, there's <laughs> there's a hundred different distractions that that people in power will try to use um, to you know just keep you from watching you know, the shit that's important. And uh, <laughs> you know, like the fact that we're just inching closer and closer to war with Russia. And um, so you know that it's always distractions and and. And sports is a big one. I, I get don't don't get me wrong. I'm not a uh, not naive to the fact that uh that uh 
the the whole entertainment complex type thing is uh, is a distraction from is used as uh, to distract people away from <laughs> real world um, policies and and politics and conflicts across the world like that and and corruption like yeah media is uh and sports media entertainment's all it's like the easiest way to to go ahead and and get people completely distracted from <clears throat> from from what's actually going on in the world and um but i don't think that necessarily distraction's a bad thing cuz you, you get to dwelling on this shit all the time and uh and you'll drive yourself crazy, and you'll end up like one of those shrieking psychos on, on Twitter that just is always, uh, like, ranting and, and raging about <laughs> whatever the current political issue of the day is. And, oh, I, I just, I always go back to, to this example I used with my buddy Rob. Not that I'm just some, you know, wise individual. I just, I know Rob, and I got to the, like, he was posting shit, and just, like, rage posting, and, uh, and I, I love a good debate. Everybody knows I do. I, I like I like to argue just for the sake of arguing. <clears throat> and um, you know, my uh, one of my English teachers in high school always called me stoic, and uh, I didn't know exactly what he meant by it. And then I get you get to yeah, you get into philosophy, go on for for hours. But um, I always kind of enjoy breaking down the other the other side's argument, mostly because I like to do that so I can have a better argument uh, to destroy theirs with. Because <clears throat> it, you know, it kind of feels good to to like to really uh, get into an argument and then just like just own whoever you're arguing, and uh, it's, it's kind of fun. And, and so I always always try to look at the argument from the other side of view and like what what are where they got right, what do they got wrong, what what would be a good arguing point, <clears throat> and so I, I like to, you know, going back to that, I like to like to argue on Facebook a little bit. I like to just just to see what what uh, if people are actually like like how how uh, passionate they are and 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 well versed on it. And Rob was posting something about <coughs> um, making fun of Biden because uh, he had a stutter and how that was, uh, uh, you know. What would I call it? Ableist or whatever the fuck? Like, uh, yeah, like, cause you're not you're supposed not supposed to make fun of people with disabilities. And I just like, uh, Rob, you were not even like you were not even mad at this. You you were just you're just shit posting. And uh, and I there there's I, I feel like if you if you just get too far into politics, that's how that's how you become on on either side. And and then it gets to a point. Where you don't even see what the point is trying to be made. It just you look at who is making the point, and <clears throat> and just complete you know either completely agree or completely dismiss. And, and it seems like that's where we've been for about really since since Trump took office. For whatever reason, like that was the like the galvanizing moment. <laughs> of course, it'd been building up to to something for for years, but um. It was it was finally good to see, like the last couple of months, <clears throat> the kind of the tone has has shifted. There's still some some really, you know, really deep uh, polarization in the country, but 
there there seems to be like a concerted effort by a lot of people to just like try to get along a little bit. <clears throat> and how you can have the like you you can you can point to all, all the different ways people are you can understand why they don't want to get along, but it just like man, I if we don't, shit's gonna get real bad because people are people are pissed. But I, <clears throat> I, I, I was uh, I was sitting out here in the studio after the after the Super Bowl. Everybody kind of went to bed, and I was gonna try to record something last night, and it just didn't. I couldn't quite put my thoughts together, and uh, I don't know if it's gonna make any sense today, anyways. But I, I didn't want to to like rant and uh, preach or whatever, but there was uh, there was a couple of interactions that I <laughs> that I had and and while I was I was just kind of browsing, going down you know rabbit hole to rabbit hole just see see if anything I was seemed like interesting to talk about. Nothing really did. There's a lot of important shit going on, but I, I don't know. I just couldn't really focus my train of thought and I was uh, I was listening to music and and I was also at the same time that my my brain, my brain kind of flutters back and forth but <clears throat> I'm I'm kind of think of songs to learn on the guitar and try to try to sing when I would do another show <coughs> in Elko next year and I'm going to try to put out the the Elko uh performances that uh, my recording didn't didn't go as planned. There, there, I didn't have the right cable to, to run from the soundboard into my computer, so I had to use my internal microphone. And I don't, I don't think the audio is any good. So I, I, I'm not not hopeful that. Uh, well, I hope I can put it out, but I'm not. I'm not going to hold my breath that it's it's going to sound any good. So if it, if I can't get it to at least halfway sound decent, I'm uh, I'm probably not going to. Probably won't just won't put it out, but <clears throat> anyhow, it was. Uh, and so I was listening to um, to "Long Drive Home" by by Turnpike, and <clears throat> it was kind of, if I remember right, that was the it was the song that they ended their uh, their Red Rock show with. And yeah, it's I guess that's the I'm looking at them on Spotify here, and it's got that's kind of the back backdrop, but it's. Uh, it's like I got got a good little refrain, you know. We got a long drive home, and you, it's good sing along um, during the chorus. But it's got some really deep lyrics, and it's um, yeah, it's kind of a lot, you know, um, heartbreak song. And but there's there's a line in there. It's uh, <laughs> it's like lovers uh, they walk by, but they ain't like you and I. Um, and the line I really like is just. Uh, they all want to be Hank Williams, but they don't want to have to die. <clears throat> and it seems like we have got as a country to where we we talk a good game, and we all want to be the tough guy until until you get punched in the nose, and then everybody gets to. It's just we're God. We are soft as a country, just fucking soft. And you know we we bitch at each other about the stupidest things and what i what i like about <coughs> about ranchers and cowboys and uh kind of anybody in a, in a hard profession uh 
whether it be agriculture or mining or military, just um, <coughs> welding. Um, even like the, the union guys, um, you know, those, those factory jobs and, and, uh, you know, where, where it's sometimes maybe it's not grueling labor, but it's just like monotonous and, uh, and there, and then there's other times where it's just a fucking hard job. You know, there, there's, <laughs> there's just days that, that, that suck. And more often, you know, like you're just going to have, have to work hard all day. And. And there's there's that uh, that affects people different ways, I guess. Uh, some people it, it kind of puts them on edge. <laughs> I always talk about how um, horse trainers are, are are particularly like guys that ride ride a lot of colts are are always on edge because you're you're always riding something that could bust into at any time, and and you can't quite you know you can't quite let your guard count guard down ever, <laughs> and then. And there's other guys that, uh, kind of like myself, I just, I don't get bothered by a whole lot of small shit because, man, <sighs> I, I haven't had a, had a bad life by any means. I didn't, I had a somewhat rough growing up, <clears throat> different, but it made me look at life through, uh, from a completely different perspective than most people, I guess. And <clears throat> I just, I, I find it pretty hard to get bothered by small shit. <clears throat> and uh, and then I go back and you know, it's like they, they all want to be Hank Williams because Hank Williams was this you know he was the genius for for country music and just kind of kind of music in general he was an incredible songwriter um, had a had just kind of a brand new sound and um, and and people loved him he was good at playing but he had a just a horrible uh, pill and alcohol problem. And he lived, he lived hard, he lived fast, and, and he died young. Kind of like all, uh, <clears throat> you know, like there, there was, there's been so many, so many rock stars and musicians and just entertainers, artists of any kind that just, they reach the top of their game really young, and then they, they, they either commit suicide or they overdose or whatever, and, you know, die young. And, <clears throat> and so, like, Hank Williams is kind of like the the cowboy, you know. It's a romanticized figure, but um, when you live that hard and fast, a lot of times you die pretty young, and <clears throat> and so everybody wants to live hard and fast, but they don't want to die. They don't want to die young. They and um, it, it's had such a good line because it, it it uh, you know, you just depending on what kind of mood you're in or what what the circumstances around you that. That line could mean different things, and and one of uh, one of the things, the interaction I had <clears throat> on uh, on social media, which is dumb. Like I said, it's uh, I try not to get worked up over over little things, and I didn't get real worked up over this. Uh, but I I probably spent more more time on the response than I should have. But I felt like I did need to explain myself, and so if you follow me on on any of it, I I put up a real on Instagram, and I had a, <coughs> what was a dead, um, Holstein heifer in, in the bucket uh, of a tractor, and, uh, <coughs> I had to hold, you know, I had to pick the bucket up so I could get out of the pen and, uh, and clear the fence, and so bucket was way up there, and I did the, the whole, um, Lion King, ah, and, uh, I, I thought it was funny, 
morbid humor. Um, but we've had a rough winter and uh, <coughs> feedlots. Uh, it's kind of a shitty place when you when you get some moisture and cold weather and in the you know a lot of moisture and then you get get a lot of cold weather uh, shortly after the, it, ugh, it. It warms up enough in the in the afternoon to to make it just really muddy, sloppy, but not enough to dry anything out. <coughs> and we finally we've had some nice days and and uh we even had a little bit of a wind some some wind here lately to so it's starting to dry out but man it's been it's been a shitty couple months <laughs> you know it was like I, I i'm glad to see the moisture but man i am so fucking tired of the mud it's not even not even funny so you, you uh you know when when the weather turns bad like that you find out just how many how many kind of shitter cattle you have because that those storms will they'll wipe them out and uh, if they were they were looking a little tough beforehand uh they're either looking real tough by the time it's uh, uh, done or they don't make it through and <clears throat> it's a it's a good way to cull the herd um <laughs> you know pretty um pretty unbiased uh culling of the herd it just they they can't make this storm that they 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 weren't going to make it very long anyway so um, but we've had a, we've had a lot of, a lot of deads, um, uh, you know, compared to, to a, a normal month. And, uh, and then, you know, there's times where you, you can't get to them in time, you know, whether you got the loaders tied up, um, you know, unloading hay or something. And, and then by the time, uh, you get, a you get equipment freed up it's too muddy to get in the pins or you get something like we had, we've had a, three times we've had to pull out a loader this, this, uh, winter. And it's just been, <coughs> you know, it's been, uh, it's one of those, one of those winters where you earn your paycheck. And <coughs> so I, I, that humor is the, the first thing I go to when I, <laughs> you know, to, to try to, distract myself from the, from the real world is it? I just, I try to make a joke about something. And that's, that's where the, there's a stupid little, you know, Lion King reference. And I, I thought it was funny. And, and the way this heifer died, she, she was died laid, laying on her brisket. So it looked, you, you probably hadn't, uh, a question whether, whether she was sick or not, but, uh, you couldn't really tell if she was dead, but I mean, I did, I did pick her way up. So that, that's a pretty good dead giveaway no pun intended, but <clears throat> it, uh, it did pretty well. People liked it and I got one bad reaction from it. And, and this lady messaged me and she said, this is not how we want people to, to see agriculture. And I should take this down, please immediately. And, uh, I thought that pretty a brazen deal. And I said, no, I'm not going to. Um, I said, I'm part of the public, and uh, this is my bird's eye view of agriculture right now. <laughs> and it's real. And uh, I think uh, there's certain aspects of what we do that, as, uh, as ugly as they are and may seem, and as shocking as they may seem to the general public, I think they need to know because, as a country, we've got soft. And part of that softness is... Uh, <laughs> having a complete disconnect from where your food comes from. Um, you know, and it's not just city people, just uh, everybody in general kind of has a, has a disconnect of, of how, how, 
food gets to your your plate. You know, unless you unless you were raising your own stuff. <coughs> um, even the guys you know that 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 raise cattle, you know, like you ask them how how the other stuff gets there, and like, and I I don't know shit about um you know rice farming or or, or stuff like that. You know, it's uh, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's a big complicated world that we live in, and and I think um, I think people can learn a little bit from seeing like oh. Well, that's when when I when I tell people we've had kind of a rough winter. Like, man, it it shows in in your death count. Like, it's uh, <clears throat> the feedlot's not a ideal situation for for any beef cow. Like that, it's uh, it's very beneficial for for us humans. But as uh, for the cattle, we do our best for them. We try to make sure they're healthy and comfortable and got good feed and water. Um, but let's face it, it's a it's a dirt pen, and they don't got far to go, and it's a uh, <laughs> it's a not a not a natural situation for him, and I don't. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think we gotta we gotta be ethical about it and make sure that uh, we're, we're 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 maintaining the the animal hubs husbandry and uh, and humane conditions and all that. I think that's uh, that that is something important to to do. But also, I think it's good to highlight that uh, <clears throat> when when Mother Nature decides to you know get on the rag, um, there ain't much you can do but try to just weather the storm, you know, like, you ain't gonna stop it, and, uh, and when you have a abnormal amount of, uh, of weather, whether it be wind or, or, or snow, rain, ice, whatever it is, so if you have an abnormal amount, <clears throat> you know, like we have this year, like, it's not, it's not unusual for it to, for us to get snow in, in, uh, December, no, uh, January, but the the amount that we got in the short amount of time is pr- is pretty abnormal. You know, it's a <clears throat> like a once in a ten year um, storm, and that that shit happens. And you can prepare for it all you want, but when it hits, um, the better prepared you are, the better off you uh, you do. But then there's only there's a limitation to what you can do as a human to to mitigate <clears throat> the the effects of a storm. Um, and then you're just, you're at the will of, of, of God, mother nature, the earth, how the universe, however you want to, you want to classify that, but you're at the will of something that's a lot bigger and powerful than you are. Like, the, uh, like unfathomably more powerful than you are. So <clears throat> when that happens, you, uh, you pick up the pieces after it's done. You can ask, uh, Jesse Stetson about picking up the pieces. I mean, you know, as as rough of a winter as we've had, um, you know, and, and it's more just been a grind. But you look at the those folks up in Montana this this past summer, and, and you know, Stetson ranches. I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage, um, and that all happened in almost an instant. And and they're still picking up the pieces from it, <clears throat> and and that's the I think that's the part of the the story of agriculture that really needs to be highlighted as well. And just like, not, not for, to be a pity party, but to, uh, to put it in context for people like, Hey, <laughs> we're doing our best out here, but we're, we're dependent on the, on the earth much more than, uh, than a lot of people are, you know, directly dependent on, on the, the whims of mother nature, <laughs> you know? And so, 
it's hard to take this climate change stuff seriously when they're talking about, you know, like a one degree Celsius rise in temperature over, you know, 12 years, 100 years. I, I, who knows? I, I, I wish I could say I've studied up on all the research and I haven't. I just, uh, it's, it's hard to get real con- concerned about that when, uh, we have so many pressing issues like directly in front of us. Like the, <clears throat> the, the water issue is, uh, is something that could be like a generational, um, you know, catastrophe. Um, and it's something that we're <clears throat> that, that on, if we're want to talk climate change, like that's something we need to address, uh, muy pronto. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's coming to a head real quick. And, uh, if we don't, we don't figure something out, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it, it, it could be, uh, you could, you could talk about like the, like a, a major depopulation of, uh, of the Midwest and, and the West in general. And, uh, and water's going to be, you know, it's already a scarce, uh, resource, but man, it's, uh, like I said, it's fixing to come to a head, it seems like. And, and and so when we're talking like carbon emissions and whatnot, I, I'm not convinced that uh, <laughs> we, we have. Uh... Hey, look, I know you're you're enjoying this show that we're, you know, that we're balls deep in here, but I got to pay some bills around here. And this company, Bubs Naturals, they are helping me do so. And they also sell a lot of good stuff. So you go to bubsnaturals.com. It's named after Glenn Bub Doherty, uh, who was a he was a special operator, CIA guy. Uh, was one of the one of the guys that was killed in, during the Benghazi raid. Uh, his best friend started up this company, kind of in honor of him. They're both uh, <coughs> very active guys, and they wanted just good, clean supplements, and that's what these are. Uh, I take the the collagen in my coffee, along with MCT oil. It's a powder, uh, kind of very very slightly sweet, um, like very faint sweet taste to it, but also got a kind of a creamy texture. It's good stuff. They also have coffee now. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, might have to. And um, looks like maybe they got some uh, some like Gatorade type mix, but. Uh, it's all it's all good clean stuff. Uh, apple cider vinegar gummies, which are awesome. Apple cider vinegar is great for you. Uh, collagen supposed to uh, what? What do they say on this? Let's let's take a look. Um, it fuels the body while replenishing with replenishing amino acids that turn back the clock on an aging. Um, and it's uh, it's supposed to be good for your skin and your joints and uh, your hair, your nails, all. All the good stuff. Um, it's, yeah, just a scoop in your coffee. It's flavorless. Don't taste it at all. And uh, and it's just uh, it's good for inflammation and all sorts of good stuff. Um, all in all, these guys pay me pretty well when you guys buy stuff. So please do, and I, I highly recommend their products. Uh, I Like I said, I, I take them every day. Got this stuff on order. Um, got this stuff on order, and uh, and the gummies I've got coming every every couple of weeks. Uh, help me 
kind of stay halfway young. I know my hair doesn't look it, but I'm I'm not that old yet. So, and I want to be able to to wrestle around with my kids and beat them for a long time yet. So, um, like I want to dominate them so they know that I'm I'm the alpha. And uh, so I'm doing all all I can to <coughs> to kind of help <coughs> stay one step ahead of those little fuckers. And Bub's Naturals uh, does it for me. <coughs> helps helps get me there. So. Anyways, go to bubsnaturals.com, use the promo code BURNINDAYLIGHT, that's all one word, uh, you'll get 20% off uh, your order, and I will get a commission on that, so uh, thanks to Bubs Naturals, go check out their stuff, I think you'll like it. Howdy there, I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters. And here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup was like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics, with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time, and we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> I'm supposed to do a testimonial here. Um, but anyways, this is the, the podcast I use or the podcast, uh, host that I use. I like Spotify. They're, uh, they're very good on just letting you do your thing, uh, with, uh, with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan, hosts podcast on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <coughs> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. And uh, I know I do. So uh, bubsnaturals.com promo code burning daylight for 20%. Now we can go ahead get back in to the show I, I i don't know what what our effect on on the climate is but i do know is without all these fossil fuels that we burn every day um 
<laughs> and and use the byproducts of every day that have become so ingrained and 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 how we we run everything like you know it's uh it seems like we we probably ought to work on something that's uh that's a little more renewable than than oil but in the meantime like we we still got to live and uh without taking us back to the stone age we're probably going to need to burn some oil and how yeah it, it's uh it's one of those things that's just like uh, yeah i'm i'm sure that is a problem but let's uh in the meantime let's let's try to make ourselves um in in the the best build ourselves up to the best condition be as, as prepared as we can be should disaster strike you know and, and that's <clears throat> rather than trying to trying to stop climate change or whatever how about we just make sure we're prepared when when the climate does shift because it it always does i mean it has for forever since uh since this whole you know ball of ball of water and dirt started spinning whether whether it was a big bang or god or ho- however you want to believe um but ever since then uh, the climate's been changing and uh <clears throat> i don't know it's uh it seems like we we got a lot more like i said pressing issues um you know that are you know, like little little more urgency. You know, like uh, not not going to war, uh, not running us out of water, um, not legislating us out of uh, the way the way we live and uh, <clears throat> and and how we make a living, and also how we feed the the country and the rest of the world. Um, you know, a good chunk of the world, anyways. It's um, yeah. Let's let's worry about that. So, like, <clears throat> that's one thing. Regardless of, of whether climate change is real or not, we, we need some food. And animal protein seems to be a pretty good thing to, you know, to a good diet, uh, regardless of what they try to tell you with these phony studies and whatnot that have been debunked over and over. Um, yeah, animal, animal protein, I mean, meat, is a pretty good way to get, to get protein and minerals and essential... Um, <coughs> You know, uh, whatever it is, all, all all the all the good nutritional stuff, uh, you know, meat's a good source of that, and um, so let's let's try to keep this this whole thing moving along. Um, let's try to f- solve some problems as we as we as we get to them. But in the meanwhile, let's uh, let's continue to try to raise a high quality uh, product. In my case, the uh, the beef cow. <clears throat> let's let's try to put a good finished steer to to the to the packer like that's that's my job i we we can fight about the prices along the way and i think there that needs to be addressed as well but um in the meanwhile we still got to feed people we still got to do that and let's try to let's try to do that um but also if we want to get our story out there and and (laughs) have it properly told we've got to show some of the 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 making of the sausage, if you will, and uh, <laughs> and I think that's where uh, people in agriculture have gotten themselves in a bind over over the last you know fifty years is <sighs> not being as transparent as they could be, and uh, and I'm, I'm 
understandably so for a lot. Like the these animal rights people are fucking nuts, and those people. I don't know if you'll ever if you'll ever try to convince them. Um, and so I don't I don't think it's even worth the fight trying to convince those those super super radical uh, animal rights lefty nut jobs. Like, I, you're wasting your time. Um, but what you can do is point out how crazy they are. And, uh, <laughs> and honestly, it doesn't take much convincing to get people to eat beef anyway. It's like something like 95% of the country already does. So, I mean, we could push for the other 5% real hard, or you can just keep letting them know that like, Hey, we're out here doing a good job and, uh, we're continuing to put good beef, on, uh, in the, you know, in the store cases on your plate. <laughs> and uh I think that's the best thing we can do and and tell a real story um yeah like we do this job because um you guys don't want to like you guys could come out here and do this maybe you couldn't do it as well but like those those folks in the city that are uh that that are real quick to you know to condemn and criticize like they they could come out here and do this but they don't and more often than not, those same people that will criticize, they, they still like a hamburger. They still like a steak. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it goes back to that line. They, they want to be Hank Williams, but they want to have to die. They want to they wanna bitch and, and, you know, talk about um, humane animal uh, practices and whatnot. But they very rarely do they ever want to figure out... Um, what what that means what what how how that is actually their you know demands how how that is uh put into practice how uh, how that actually works in the real world they don't they don't really want to go through that because you now it's just like you no know, we've got our opinions man and <clears throat> and i think when uh i think when you when you show an actual story and you tell it compellingly and sometimes it's, uh, maybe my joke wasn't, uh, very compelling, but it was more, it was more, um, kind of a wink and a nod to, to everybody else out doing this job. Cause I, I know it's been kind of a tough winter everywhere. And, uh, I think everybody could use a little laugh, but anyhow, I just, I think when, when you look at like, uh, people, when you ask them about Yellowstone, some people really like it and some people really hate it. And, uh, and it always goes back, well, they're not telling the story right, but not a damn one of them goes out there to tell their own, their own story, um, outside like the, the romanticized version that not, maybe not Hollywood, uh, romanticized version, but the ones that we, uh, you know, we, we romanticize ourselves as well. <laughs> and, and the public's not getting a full picture. And, uh, and so there's, I mean, if, if you're not a, you're not completely transparent with the public. It's, uh, it's not hard to see why there's some distrust there. And yeah, so I just, I, you kind of have to, you got to walk the walk as well. You can't just, you can't just talk a good game. Like, uh, when, when it push comes to shove, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta put the, put some effort in on, on, on your own. Uh, and, uh, and not, not just talk, not just chirp. And, and that's kind of what, and she, she, uh, we went back and forth a little bit, but I, I, I ended up, I said, no, I respectfully, I'm not going to, um, cause I, 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 I thought it was funny and I think, um, 
I, I want to try to tell a good story about agriculture and, and, but also with the good comes the bad. And I think it's, it's, it's well worth your time explaining the bad uh, of that can happen in agriculture and put a, put our way of life in better context for, for, for people. And <laughs> I don't know. So may, maybe I'm, maybe I'm uh, speaking out of tune, but I, I think it's, uh, I think it's important. It's, uh, the same way, like, uh, we can appreciate Yellowstone for being just a pretty good show, man. It's, uh, I haven't, I haven't seen the last couple episodes or a couple seasons, but, um, you know, it's, it's a good show. It's, uh, it was a, it was a good watch and did they get everything right. No, but it's, it's also Hollywood and, <sighs> but they did a decent job. Um, sure. They're not, <sighs> We don't we don't take pay people to the train station on a on a regular basis, but um, it's not a documentary either. <laughs> you know, it's it's a drama. It's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a scripted drama. So, um, I I think I can give them a the tip of the cap for cap for um at the very least it made cowboys cool again. Like everybody wants to have a Yellowstone uh you know, hat and buckle and whatever. Um, yeah. Do they look uh, ridiculous? Of course they do. You can pick them out, but I don't know. At least they're, uh, they're paying somewhat of attention to us. Like you've heard more, uh, um, you've heard more talk about, uh, Packer consolidation and, um, you know, uh, <coughs> uh, consolidation and stuff in, in the packing industry, uh, on a national scale than, than you have in, probably ever in my lifetime. Um, so it's, um, it, it does bring, bring people's eyeballs to, to what we do out here for, for good or bad. And, um, but more eyeballs is good. The more, the more people that sees, sees what we do out here and, uh, and kind of gets a better understanding for it. Uh, the more people that we're going to sway to our, our side and we don't have to try too awful hard. I don't think it's a noble, noble profession. And, and uh, people respond to that, uh, you know, re reasonable people. And I think <clears throat> most people, um, by and large, are fairly reasonable. So I mean, it's I could be could be wrong about that. It seems like the world tries to to prove me wrong on that all the time. But I uh, no, I, I think I think the more that we can do to to just. I guess maybe it maybe it's to educate stuff, but I like tell a good story and make sure it's a real story. That's 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 kind of the my my thoughts on that. I uh, along the same lines, um, I saw <clears throat> during the Super Bowl they um, some Christian organization. Um, <clears throat> what is that like? Uh, he gets us or something like that. And and as a uh, there's two commercials uh, and it was all all about Jesus and one it was about. Um, how God didn't want us to, to act like adults. He wanted us to act like kids and have joy and, uh, and whatnot. And it was like, hashtag be childlike. It was, it was, uh, it was cute. It was good. Uh, feel good commercial. And then the other one, um, it was pretty intense and it showed just a bunch of, bunch of clips, whether it be from a, a BLM riot or from the, the January 6th deal and, and just people at each other's throats. And, and it said something to the effect of like, um, Jesus loves the people you hate. And, um, 
<laughs> and then it ended with like hashtag love your enemies. And I thought it was, I thought it was a really, really well done commercial. And, uh, and immediately this morning when I was looking through Twitter, like that, that was, that was one of the hot topics and the, and the lefties were, were outraged because, uh, the, the organization that, that paid for the commercial took money from the CEO or the founder owner of Hobby Lobby, who uh, donates a bunch of money to the Alliance Defend, uh, defending freedom, who takes up uh, cases like the like the Christian Baker in Colorado that keeps uh, getting sued for for not baking a cake for a gay couple and and shit like that. They they take up those causes, <coughs> and so then so that essentially to the to the lefties made. Uh, made an ad about Jesus and Jesus's words, um, uh, essentially akin to fascism. And then there were people on the right who, uh, who thought that they didn't portray Jesus in the right way. And I thought it was just really telling how it, it pissed off people from the, from the complete opposite ends of the, the cultural and political spectrum for different reasons. And they, they were highlighting, which if you're, you know, if you consider yourself a Christian and, and, and I do, um, I do myself, I, it's, uh, I guess the most, it, I guess it'd be the hardest aspect of being a follower of Christ is the, to learn to love your enemies. And <clears throat> I thought it was just really telling that, that, that commercial really struck a nerve with people from opposite ends of the spectrum and it was the the message was love your enemies and i thought that was ha i thought that was kind of telling kind of telling for for a lot of people and so and it's kind of surprised me some of the people on the right wing that were that were uh not not happy about it and uh ah it was just uh it was it was interesting and i i don't know it just um It's funny how still that everything is still very political, and <laughs> and in some ways I think that's good. Um, you know, people are are kind of watching what their elected <laughs> officials are are up to a little closer nowadays, which which is a good thing. But also, boy, they're just the unbridled uh, opinions of people who really don't know a whole lot is uh, boy, it gets to be a lot, a little much, but. What do I know? I, uh, I'm, I'm not all, I, I try to stay informed, but there's a lot that I don't know myself. And I, <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm guilty as ever of just getting sucked into the whole political thing. And just like, ah, it's, uh, it's good to just step back from it for a little bit, put on some music, uh, read a good book, watch the fucking Super Bowl, um, or even get on Facebook and chirp about, oh, I'm too cowboy to watch the Super Bowl, damn it. And, uh, I, you know what? I enjoy those posts too. Um, because I, I, more than anything, I enjoyed going across social media and, uh, and seeing people talking shit on the refs, talking shit on the chiefs, talking shit on the Eagles. I liked that. Like when people are talking shit about sports is, uh, that feels normal again. And, uh, so it was kind of, that part was refreshing, but also like, of course you get, you get sucked into 
to whatever the the big outrage fest is uh, of the day and uh, whether it be you know shooting down ufos allegedly or uh, uh the one you don't pay they're not paying attention to which they should we, like we probably blew up the Nord Stream pipeline and uh which is not not great um and but yeah you, you can you can get sucked down that all day long but um at some point you got to turn it off and uh my my suggestion is you put on a little turnpike and uh, you have a drink uh you light up a dube Whatever your whatever you do, throw a chaw in and just take in some good music, have a laugh, uh, enjoy, you know, a bunch of super athlete, athletes running into each other at full speed, and uh, <clears throat> or watch a good movie, whatever it is. Take your mind off all the bullshit for a little bit. It'll be there tomorrow, I promise you. But uh, yeah, enjoy the enjoy some simple things in life, and it'll. It'll do you wonders. So um, thanks, everybody, for, for tuning in. Uh, I've got a, had a few new people sign up on Patreon. I appreciate you all doing that. I do. I really appreciate the support. That's uh, <laughs> the best way you can you can support the show is uh, go to patreon.com slash daylight. Sign up there. Um, go to bubsnaturals.com um, if you... Uh, if you want to buy some some good sub really good quality supplements from a, from a company that donates 10% of their profits to, to charity. It's a good company and they, uh, they pay me a little bit. If you buy, buy for me, promo code burning daylight, they got collagen, um, MCT oil and, uh, after apple, yeah, apple cider vinegar gummies, which, uh, are all, all natural, all organic, all the, all the hippie bullshit that, uh, that's good for you. They've got it. And, uh, I, I take the collagen in my coffee every day and it, it's, sure has helped my joints um so anyway bubsnaturals.com uh promo code burning daylight gets you 20 percent off and um yeah patreon.com slash burning daylight if you'd like to support the show and for those that do i sure appreciate you so anyways hope you guys have a wonderful week and uh move your ass we're burning daylight Squeak of a hardwood floor as you start out your day. And I've loved you, darling, from across your kitchen table. And I've loved you, darling, from a thousand miles away. But I'm still standing here, and I've got
looking for Won't you find another business Loving songs ain't in your cards Won't you find another game Well I'm still here searching for the things that I've been missing Living with these low down fools and all our stupid shame oh, And I still dwell and set on all the things that I regret You still can't forgive the times that I wish I could forget We got a long drive home We got a Got no staying power. A love you come by easy, it'll leave you just the same. You want something bad, you gotta bleed a little for it. You gotta look it in the eye, you gotta call it out by name. All the lovers, they march by, but they ain't like. If you don't 